Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Speed Gibson of the International Secret Police. Barlow decides to leave Carlos in disguise at the location where the Atlantean expedition is operating to keep an eye on things while he and Speed fly on to the Belgian Congo in the search for the octopus. Meantime, the criminal has learned of the proposed Sahara flight and plans to stop his enemies permanently at the desert city of Kano. At the same time, his lieutenant, Zabul, is arousing the desert tribes to revolt so as to keep the Legion outposts occupied. Speed, Clint, and Carlos know nothing of this, however, and land at Colombeshar their first stop in the Sahara flight. While they are talking to Captain Andre, commander of the post, an attack is launched against Colombeshar and Clint, suspecting the octopus may have a hand in it, does everything in his power to aid the legionnaires in repelling the attack. They're falling back, Clint. Look, some of them are running for the horses. Yes, Speed. The legionnaires were too well prepared for a surprise attack. Ah, they are retreating. Sound recall. Look at them all lining up for you, Captain Andre. Boy, your legionnaires sure move fast. Necessity speed. Attention. You have succeeded in driving off a surprise attack. Let this be a lesson to us. Evidently, the desert tribes are being moved by the spirit of revolt again. We must be ever watchful and ready for them. Hey, look. Hey, here come some of your men with a prisoner, Captain. Mm, oui, Monsieur Del Valle. Now perhaps we can learn what started this attack. If we can get this fellow to talk. Prisoner, Captain Andre. He's wounded. Very well. Fall in with the others. Monsieur. Now, you. What are you called? Abba. Well, Abba, we shall give you more leniency than you deserve. First your wounds shall be cared for. And then you will tell us what we want to know. Do you understand? I understand well. Very well. And now, Monsieur Barlow. Let us go to my quarters and discuss our business in more private. Well, that's the story of the octopus, Captain Andre. He is a threat to the entire civilized world. A madman with an ambition to someday rule the earth. And powerful enough to make this ambition entirely possible. Yeah. The octopus gang has headquarters all over the world, Captain. It seems impossible that such a criminal could exist for as long as you have said, Monsieur Ball. There is a saying that criminals always make one fatal mistake. Is the octopus superhuman that he overlooks nothing? Yeah, sometimes it would seem that way, amigo. The octopus is a genius in crime. There's no question about that. All governments have tried to end his career at one time or another. The American police, the French Sûreté, Scotland Yard, and countless others have pursued him, but to no avail. 
They've made some arrests, lesser members of his band, but none of them would tell anything about the Arctis, since they're in deadly fear of him. And you, is there nothing uh, that will stop this monster then? Sure. My uncle, Clint. <laughs> Who can stalk the octopus if any living man can? The world is looking to the international secret police to destroy this criminal eventually. Meantime, the various police authorities are giving us every possible assistance. And be assured that the Foreign Legion will do everything in its power to help us here, Barlow. Yes, thank you. Commodore Ricard assured me of that. Isla, who is there? Prisoner, Captain Andre. Oh, bring him in. That is all, Sergeant. We keep it So, Abba. You are not so badly wounded after all. Just a flesh wound in my leg. Not bad, but bad enough to keep me from escaping. You may sit down if your wound bothers you. The blessings of Allah on you for this kindness. Gosh, he's awful polite now for having been fighting us like the Dickens just a little while ago. Ah, that is true of these wild desert tribesmen, Pete. Their manners are beyond reproach as they cut your throat. Gee. Abba, I want you to tell us exactly who or what started this revolt. There has been peace between us and your tribesmen for many weeks. What caused you to attack us? You legionnaires oppress us. You know that is not true. We have helped you, tended your sick, improved your living conditions, attempted even to effect a truce between your tribes and other tribes inhabiting the Sahara. We have tried to be like kindly fathers to your race. Do you call that oppression? You have fed our bodies, perhaps, but starved our souls. We must have utter freedom or perish. And in what way have we interfered with your freedom? Is it because we do not sell you ammunition and arms? That is one reason. Ah, my patience is at an end, Abba. You would have us sell you weapons. The better to destroy us with, eh? All these are false reasons you are giving me for the attack. What is the real one? I have nothing more to say. If it is written that you will not believe me, so be it. <sighs> you see what we have to contend with, Monsieur Barlow? May uh, we question the prisoner, Captain? Oh, I wish you would, Monsieur. Uh, perhaps you can succeed where I have failed. Abba... You think a great deal of your freedom, don't you? More of my freedom than of my life. And yet you risk arrest. Months in a desert cell, behind barred windows, simply because a man, unknown to you, save by name, orders you to revolt. I... I do not understand you. Will you understand better if I mention that name? The Octopus. Yeah. Yeah. I... You are not worthy of your tribe, Abba, to listen to the false tongue of such a man as the Octopus. But I... You receive no benefits by doing his bidding. Instead, you stand to lose everything by angering your benefactors, the Foreign Legion. What has the octopus ever done for your tribe? Tell me one thing he's done. Nothing. He has done nothing but but promised us much. Ah, so the octopus did incite this uprising against Colin Bashar. It worked, Clint. You got him to admit it. You treat me. No other. I merely wanted to affirm what I already suspected. The octopus is rousing the desert tribesmen to attack the various Legion posts simply for the reason that we are flying across the Sahara. He must know our plan, all right, Carlos. See, si, amigo. From now on, we can expect anything wherever we land. But that won't stop us. Not by a long shot. Speed? Yes, sir? Go to our plane. Bring that portable shortwave set in here, please. Okay, Clint. Who are you going to talk to, Clint? Commandant Ricard. Weather conditions permit. But meantime, I'd like to learn some more from Arthur here. I have told you all that I can. Oh, come now, Arthur. We know that the octopus started this revolt. That he must have contacted you in some way. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. How did you get the order? From our leader. That is all I know. You suppose these desert camps have trans-receiving radio sets? Oh, I doubt it, Monsieur Barlow. But the desert has a way of sending messages quickly over long distance that cannot be explained. Let one tribesman learn something important, and before 24 hours can pass, it is all over the Sahara. The voice of Allah speaks to all who are his own and can understand him. Mm-hmm. 
Unfortunately, you not only listen to the voice of Allah, but evil voices, such as that of the octopus. Of him I know little, save that our leader obeys his will. We ask no questions. It would be better if you didn't. The octopus is one of the worst criminals alive. Do you wish to be counted as one of his band, Abba? You say he is bad. How do I know you speak truly? Ah, it is no use, Clint. I don't think you can get anything more out of these fellows. They would believe nothing you say. To them, you are an outsider. Very well. I have nothing more to say to him, Captain Anderson. Yeah, bien. Then he will go to his cell immediately. Oui, mon capitaine. Remove the prisoner, Sergeant. Oui. Come here, you. I come. But you, Clint Barlow, beware lest the breath of the desert blast you in your tracks. I do not know who is wrong, you or the octopus. But the desert knows. And the desert will be your judge. Yeah, nice fellow, these are, but... Well, at least we've raised a doubt in his mind as to the octopus, Carlos. When he's released, perhaps he'll carry that back to his tribe. And he'll not be so anxious to obey the commands of someone they don't know. Unless their leader is a member of the octopus gang. There's the short way set, Clint. Oh, yes, good. Set it down right over here, Speed. Now then, to get it ready for broadcasting. While you are doing that, Monsieur Balu. I will see to it that comfortable quarters are prepared for your stay in Colombe Chartonne. Oh, please wait a while, Captain Andre. I'm not so sure that we will stay. You see, were the octopus aware of our whereabouts, as this last attack showed, it might be better to take off in the dark and fly on to our next stop, Adra, before he can try a second time. But you have had no rest, Monsieur Barlow. Uh, I could show you some sleep, too. But I can sleep in the plane. Oh, surely things are not as pressing as that. The octopus would be insane to attempt another attack here tonight. He is insane, Captain. No doubt about that. See, but not so crazy that he cannot think his way out of tight places, eh, Clint? Right. And I think I've got the set working now. We'll see. I can plan our next move better after talking to Commodore Ricard. Going to tell him about this attack, Clint? Yes. Also see if he's observed any unusual activity amongst the desert tribes near Marrakesh. You see, Captain Andre, there's danger of the octopus causing a general revolt all over the Sahara. This would keep the Legion occupied and give them no time to aid us in our flight and search for the criminal. Oh, I see. Mon Dieu. Such a thing must be stopped immediately. Exactly. And I'll tell that to Commodore in just a minute now. Sacre bleu. What is that? It's the octopus. Quiet. Quiet, Speed. Let's see what he has to say. Clint Barlow, what has happened at Comte Bashar is nothing to what awaits you in the Sahara. Empty threats mean nothing to me, octopus. You think this warning a mere threat? <laughs> You shall soon learn differently, Barlow. Not until I face you. You will never face me, because you will never finish your Sahara flight. For once you are tempting something that is beyond even your talents, Barlow. Can you find out where he's broadcasting from, Clint? However, you always were a fool and will follow a decision to its end, even though you may lose your life in doing so. But I did not think you were such a fool as to risk your nephew's life as well. Clint, what does he mean? Easy, Carlos. Raise your head. You have nerves of steel, Barlow, but I doubt if you will remain calm when you discover the fate in store for you and Speed Gibson. We'll see about that. Yes. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> uh, that settles it. What do you mean? The octopus was using ultra shortwave. That means he's within a 50-mile radius, or he never could have reached our set here. Get your legionnaires ready for action, Captain Andre. What is your command, Monsieur Barlow? Stand ready to search the desert within a 50-mile radius of Colin Bashar at dawn. By that time, we'll be in Adra. Adra? And we're taking off for there tonight? Immediately. If we move fast and start the legion in search from Adra, at the same time Captain Andre leads his men out of Colin Bashar, we may trap the octopus. Come on. We haven't got a minute to lose. 